This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Words of Integration and Guidance by Alan Epstein. Spend time in a flower garden. Stay there as long as you wish, but make sure your visit is long enough to take in the various charms that the world of blossoms and petals provides. You can sit in a chair or on the grass, lie down looking up at the flowers from below, or walk around. However you choose to spend your time, be aware that you are a guest in someone else's home, nature's, so act accordingly. The day is warm and sunny. Savor the rays and imagine how the flowers must feel at this very moment. Look closely at the variety of blooms, at the different shapes and colors, at the way the individual blossoms grow out of their leafy sheaths. Now use your sense of smell to take in the stunning array of fragrance, all of which can be divinely overpowering. Close your eyes and listen to the sounds of the garden, the chirping and humming, and the movement of the stems and leaves in the mild breeze. Now see if you can transcend your individual senses and feel the presence of the garden inside you. Try to become just another flower, at home in the garden as if you were in your own house or place of worship. A reading of scripture from Psalm 22, as rendered by Nan Morrell. To you, O beloved, I lift up my voice in the great congregation. For you promise to remain with those whose love is steadfast. The hungry shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek you shall sing praises. Your heart our dwelling place forever. At the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to love's way. And all the families of the nations shall bow down with grateful hearts. For power and authority belong to the Most High who rules over the nations. Yes, to the Most High shall all the proud of the earth be humbled. Before the Creator shall all bow who go down to the dust and who cannot sustain their lives. Posterity shall know and serve love, telling of the one who abides in all to the coming generations and proclaiming deliverance to a people yet to come. And the Most High dwells among us. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to John 15, 1 through 9. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. 
If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. So I want to say welcome to our Facebook Live viewers or viewer. Uh, if you have any comments about the quality of the video, we welcome that. Any comments about the quality of the sermon, welcome that too. <laughs> so Jesus uses a familiar uh, metaphor in our text today, certainly familiar to his hearers and to ancient readers of the text. Uh, talk of a vine and a vineyard uh, was commonplace in the ancient scriptures. And it's not a stretch for us either in this season that we are in, and of us planting gardens and waiting for things to grow. But I try to think of a couple of other familiar metaphors for us uh, that perhaps could work with what Jesus is saying here. I am the electricity, and you are the appliances. Now, not quite as romantic to think of ourselves as refrigerators or toasters. Uh, but when the power goes out, you realize how much we are dependent on electricity. And two Sundays ago, or two weeks, two weekends ago, our power went out. Some of yours probably power went out with the ice storm. And when that happens, you do realize, man, we use this electricity for a lot of stuff. So we have no lights, no heat in the house. This happened around 9 o'clock Saturday, so we lit some candles and some oil lamps and played some cards and then snuggled up and went to bed. Woke up to a pretty cold house, but we have a gas stove, so we could still get the stove going with a lighter because the electric starter wasn't working. So with a lighter, we opened the stove going, heat some water, and make some coffee in the French press. There's nothing like a hot cup of coffee in a cold, dark house. And then I went to the fridge and grabbed the half and half and poured it in my coffee. And lo and behold, while we were getting colder, the fridge was getting warmer, and half and half was spoiled, and so was my cup of coffee. <laughs> I am the electricity, and you are the appliances. As long as you stay plugged in, you'll operate as you should, and your coffee with just the right amount of unspoiled half and half will taste right. And when the coffee is right, life is right. <laughs> Am I right? Some of you will agree. <laughs> or I am the, the Wi-Fi and you are the laptops. <laughs> Similarly, when the Wi-Fi is out, we feel kind of helpless. Uh, if you want to see a reaction in our house, just turn off the Wi-Fi and our kids on their devices and iPads playing games or chatting with friends. Where's the Wi-Fi? You know, it's, it's, it's the end of the world. A few years back when I was working uh, in the office at the Shalane Institute uh, in D.C., uh, we had, in our building, the power went out. Or, I'm sorry, the Wi-Fi went out. And my coworker and I looked at each other, and we both at the same time said, we can't do anything. We can't do anything. 
Because a lot of our work was email, updating the website, operating online courses, and without Wi-Fi, and then we both realized what we said, we can't do anything. And we kind of laughed, you know, like, oh, we're still breathing air, still alive, the computers actually still work and are on. But the internet and the Wi-Fi connects us, right? We live in such a connected world that when we are disconnected in that way, it almost feels like what Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. I am the Wi-Fi and you are the devices. As long as you're connected, you're good. Such a simple premise that Jesus has in the text today. When we're connected to the source of life, we will grow. It's not complicated, yet it's not easy. It is simple, yet sometimes we struggle to do it. A little bit more on, on Jesus' imagery here. Wes Howard Brooks says, for us to appreciate the power of this image that Jesus uses, we need to consider the role of vine in the Hebrew scriptures and in Israel's memory. The images of vine and vineyards is used over 200 times in the Bible. So not an unfamiliar symbol or metaphor. And for a nomadic people, that is people who are traveling from place to place, people who kind of live a itinerant traveling lifestyle, for a nomadic people, a vineyard is a natural symbol of settling down, right? Of being home, because a vine in a vineyard takes years to cultivate and, you know, properly grow and then produce the fruit that you'll benefit from. And so a vine would signal to people who are often wandering that now we are home. And to this day, villages in France and Italy proudly uh, measure their longevity as a town by how old their vines are. Now, for those who grew uh, vines in ancient times, uh, and even still today, a vine is a source of joy on multiple levels, right? It grows fruit, which you can enjoy and taste and eat. It provides an economic uh, sustenance and boost, and it produces wine, which is great for celebration. And so Jesus could also be saying, in a way, you are at home in me. You are at home in me. And I think this is pretty huge. You are at home in me. Now, you and I are not necessarily nomadic people, and yet in our lives, I think we can wander. We can wander with how we're doing internally, right? We can wander in our spiritual lives. We can feel disconnected and unsettled. And Jesus is inviting us to be at home wherever we are to abide, to remain, to be connected to the source of life and love. And when we're connected, we sense that we're growing, that we're opening up, that we're producing good things. And so Jesus is inviting us to stay connected. But here's the thing. This is already true. We already are connected. We already are at home in God. We just, I think, tend to forget. 
And so I think in many ways, Jesus is inviting us to practice what is already true, to raise our consciousness, our awareness of what is, of what is. We are love. We are one. We are connected to God and each other and all that is. And Jesus says very simply, remain in that connection. Remain in my love. Abide in my love. One last analogy. Uh, Jesus perhaps could have said, I am the sunlight and you are the growing things. I want you to think back to this past Monday. Uh, the sun came out like today and the temperature went up past 50, past 60, even got to 70 and kept going a little bit beyond that. It was awesome. So I want you to think back to Monday and tell me how you felt with the kind of day we had. Just describe it to me. Alive. Alive. Joyful. Joyful. Thankful. Thankful. Warm. Warm. <laughs> That's a concept. Energized. Energized. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Warm. Alive. Energized. Awesome. Right? That is exactly how it felt. And I wonder, how often do we use that kind of language to describe our spiritual lives? Sometimes, right? And so I wonder if it might be worth thinking about God uh, or the Spirit, the divine, as the sun. The sun warms the earth. It gives light for plants to grow. It helps us to see. And yet, the light from the sun, in, in many ways, is invisible. Right? We don't necessarily see the light, but we see what the light reveals. It makes everything else visible. And so in a way, in this analogy, we're like the budding trees and the growing grass and we're receiving that light and we're turning that sunshine. We're using that sunshine to turn carbon dioxide and water into energy, into the stuff of our lives, right? Joy, compassion, goodness. Someone's catching the live stream <laughs> during the live event. Just making sure it's going. There's a guy. We have a viewer. Welcome. I thought, didn't I just say that? But here's the thing. We don't always feel the warmth of the sun. Right? We know that in Michigan very well. And we have cloudy days. And Mark Nepo says, some days I wake with a cloud around my heart. Some days I wake with a cloud around my heart. And it dulls everything except the weight I carry inside. Yet just because I can't make it to the light today, he says, doesn't mean that the light has vanished. And we know that by faith here in Michigan as well. Even though the winter is long and spring takes forever to get here, we know the sun is actually still shining. And so he says, in truth, the heart, like the earth, is continually blanketed by ever-changing atmospheres that come and go between who we are and how we live our days. And so he says, so faith, it seems 
can be defined as the effort to believe in light when we're covered by clouds. And though it feels like the sun will never come again, the truth is this. It has never stopped burning its light. In fact, its heat and its warmth is burning steadily right now on the far side of whatever cloud we are under. And some of us perhaps feel that we're under a cloud even now, feeling disconnected, feeling unsettled. But no cloud lasts forever. The earth and everything that grows knows this so well. And so Jesus reminds us today that he is always there and that we are loved. We are connected to the source as branches are to a vine. The nourishment is already flowing. We just have to open our hearts and our lives to receive the goodness that is already there. Take a lesson from nature, Jesus says. The love is already flowing. Open your hearts to receive it and see what grows. Amen. And namaste. to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Holland Area Arts Council in downtown Holland. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org. Music